0: our love for the holidays with you year-round.
1: This is Randy, and I will be talking about the Thanksgiving kickoff movie, The Miracle on 34th Street. I'm not
2: sure that's the Thanksgiving kickoff (laughs) movie. It is. It it can be in our hearts. Uh, This is Cole, and I'm talking about Thanksgiving memories with my grandmother on Mom's side, our amma. Otherwise known as ammo. Otherwise known as (laughs) Amol.
3: This is Sydney, and I will be talking about some fun, festive Thanksgiving foods. Yum. Yeah.
1: Our holiday happenings for the week. Who's got one?
3: I have one. Um. I have a shirt on currently that says pumpkin spice is my blood type. (laughs)
1: Because
3: I am all for fall. And pumpkin spice. And pumpkin spice. And um, I was wearing a dress that I had recently got. It was all fall colors. And my co-worker commented that it looked like pumpkin spice if it was a dress
0: which
2: was <laughs> really funny she that knows funny. i like
3: pumpkin spice so that was fun
2: yeah that, that was fun sydney and i both went to this i had my halloween party yesterday mm-hmm. it was fun we had the blood bags some snacks and we put up lights and had you know kind of a dance floor and music going so that was a really uh that was a fun time it turned out really well the blood bag worked pretty well yeah they worked perfectly Good, 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 good.
3: Yes, and right after um, I went to the party, I went to Target and realized they were putting up their Christmas stuff. Ooh. <laughs> already, it's not even Halloween yet. It's almost Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> it's almost Halloween. <laughs> but um, but they were already like shirt, like Christmas shirts out, like ugly Christmas sweaters. That are purposely ugly, so they're not really ugly. They're not really ugly, yeah. No, yet. no, not really. Yeah. But, um... very are Christmassy. They're Christmassy, yeah. But they were starting to put up, like, the Christmas trees and things like that, so that's very fun.
1: Yeah, we went there today and to Michael's, and mm-hmm. Michael's has just tons of Christmas things out there. Oh, yeah. Their fall very stuff planted. is almost gone.
0: Yeah. So many beautiful ribbons.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is a ribbon feed. Her and our cat, Autumn. I got stuck
0: yeah. <laughs> in the ribbon aisle, and I was looking, looking, and Dad came over at one point and said, okay, have you seen the other things? I said, I haven't gotten out of the ribbon aisle. <laughs> and just to clarify,
3: these are Christmas ribbons.
0: Yes, right. Christmas ribbons. That then, comes out of Michael's.
3: Yes, and some of them are very, like... Sparkly, glittery, and very, See, very pretty.
2: If we didn't have our cat Autumn, it would be so fun for you to be able to have like a ribbon tree. Just a <laughs> yeah. tree that you could decorate <laughs> with all the ribbons that you wanted to. But, but she would love that.
0: As an explanation, Autumn eats ribbon. Right? Our so cat we cannot hat. have them. She
2: doesn't just eat it, she hunts it
0: <laughs> she, <eats. laughs> she yeah. She, she can finds tell it. where it is. Yeah. The other thing that is all around us is beautiful fall color. We have a tree out front a maple tree that is called autumn blaze and it is beautiful bright bright red as opposed to it's like there's some dark reds but this is a bright red beautiful autumn blaze it is blazing
1: yeah i posted some pictures on instagram about that and on facebook so this will come out in two weeks so if you're listening to this and you didn't see those posts (laughs) go back about two weeks in time and there'll be some pictures of it it was just gorgeous out there and all the trees around here are getting close to their peak We were enjoying the view on the way to and from our chores and activities this weekend. Yes,
3: and there are already a lot of leafers
1: in town. What are leafers?
3: Leafers are people who come specifically into town to look at the beautiful leaves. And Skyline Drive, too. definitely Skyline Drive. Um, So it's a great tourist time for the town. It's also pretty busy, so, you know...
2: So I'd say it's just the best, yes. right? <laughs> the
3: I don't, <laughs> I don't
1: mind it. Some people mind it a lot because it's crowded. This suddenly the streets are filled with cars and things like that. Right, right. Lines are longer. It that takes longer to get places. Right.
0: Yeah, our road, just our road, as we were coming down, it was just vibrant with color. It was just so pretty yellows, coppers, reds, dark reds, light reds, oranges. <laughs> It was just beautiful. Some brown mixed in there. (laughs) It was gorgeous. I love this time of year.
2: Still some green,
1: too. Yep.
0: Yep. And perfect temperatures.
1: That's right. So with the changing of the leaves comes the changing of the season, and we switch from Halloween to Thanksgiving. (laughs) From
0: Halloween to Thanksgiving. (laughs) And
1: Thanksgiving, to me, always starts off with miracle on 34th street because really? yeah why, <laughs> why can you guess why
0: because it's a thanksgiving day parade that's right the, the movie itself starts
1: out with a thanksgiving day parade the macy's thanksgiving day parade which we love to watch we do on thanksgiving morning so i'm going to give a, a uh, synopsis of the movie and then we're going to talk about some of our favorite parts and i will talk about some trivia so here we go Chris Kringle is indignant to find that the man assigned to play Santa in the annual Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is intoxicated. When he complains to event director Doris Walker, she persuades Chris to take his place. He does so well, he is hired to play Santa at Macy's flagship New York store on 34th Street. Ignoring instructions to steer parents to buy from Macy's, Chris directs one shopper to a competitor. Impressed, she tells Julian Shellhammer, head of the toy department, that she will become a loyal Macy's customer. Attorney Fred Gailey, Doris's neighbor, takes the young divorcee's daughter, Susan, played by Natalie Wood, to see Santa. Doris has raised her to not believe in fairy tales, but Susan is shaken after seeing Chris, Santa Claus, speak Dutch with a girl who does not know English. Doris asks Kringle to tell Susan that he is not Santa, but he insists that he is. Worried, Doris decides to fire Chris. However, Chris has generated so much positive publicity and goodwill for Macy's that Mr. Macy promises Doris and Julian bonuses. To alleviate Doris's misgivings, Julian, the head of the toy department, asks Granville Sawyer, we just call him Sawyer, which
2: is just like... A menacing
1: Sawyer. <laughs> to administer a quote-unquote psychological evaluation. Chris passes the examination easily, but a cynical and disdainful Sawyer recommends his dismissal to Doris. The store expands on the concept of helping customers find the presents they want from competitors. To avoid looking greedy, competitor Gimbel's implements the same policy, forcing Macy's and others to escalate the policy. Eventually, Chris does the impossible. He reconciles bitter rivals, Macy and Gimble. Pierce, who's the doctor at Chris's nursing home, assures Doris that Chris is harmless. Doris is still somewhat worried about someone challenging Chris's claims, and to that end, Pierce recommends Chris takes up residence with someone to steer him from any conflicts. At first, Julian agrees to put Chris up, but at dinner that night at Fred's place, Fred offers to have Chris stay with him instead. Later that evening, Chris makes a pact with Fred. He will work on Susan's cynicism while Fred does the same with Doris. When Susan reveals to Chris that she wants a house for Christmas, Chris reluctantly promises to do his best. Chris learns that Sawyer has convinced young employee Alfred that he is unstable simply because he is kind-hearted. Chris immediately confronts Sawyer and finds him unwilling to budge. Enraged, Chris hits Sawyer on the head with his cane. Sawyer exaggerates his pain to have Chris confined to Bellevue Hospital. Tricked into cooperating and believing Doris to be in on the deception, Chris deliberately fails his examination and is recommended for permanent commitment. However, Fred persuades Chris not to give up. And that's about the halfway point in the movie. At a hearing before Judge Henry X. Harper, District Attorney... Thomas Mara gets Chris to assert that he is Santa Claus and rests his case. Fred argues that Chris is not insane because he actually is Santa. Mara requests Harper, the judge, to rule that Santa does not exist. In private, Harper's political advisor warns him that doing so would be disastrous for his upcoming reelection. The judge buys time by hearing evidence. Doris quarrels with Fred when he quits his job at his firm his law firm, to defend Chris. Fred calls Macy as a witness. When Mara asks if he believes Chris to be Santa, Macy starts to equivocate. But when pressed, he remembers the good Chris has done and responds, I do. Afterward, on his way out, Macy fires Sawyer. Fred then calls Mara's own young son, who testifies that his father, the district attorney, told him that Santa was real. (laughs) Mara concedes the point. Mara then demands that Fred prove that Chris is quote-unquote the one and only Santa Claus on the basis of some competent authority. While Fred searches frantically, Susan writes Chris a letter to cheer him up, which Doris also signs. When a New York Post Office mail sorter sees Susan's letter, which is addressed to Chris Gringle at the New York courthouse, He suggests delivering the many letters that are taking up space in the dead letter office addressed to Santa to the courthouse. In the final day of Chris's commitment hearing, Fred at first has no evidence that Chris is Santa Claus. Chris is not worried as he has received the letter from Susan and Doris. However, a courthouse official notifies Fred of the delivery from the post office. The hearing begins and Fred presents Judge Harper with three of the letters addressed simply to Santa Claus and delivered to Chris, asserting that the post office has acknowledged that he is the Santa Claus. Harper insists on seeing all the letters, which, after some resistance, Fred asks the officials to bring in and they get dumped onto the judge's bench. There are 21 full bags of mail.
3: (laughs) And these are just like, normal, like, size bags. These are yeah. giant, giant
2: bags. So, these are, like, the kind of, uh, like, big canvas bags that you might see, like, a big dollar sign or something yeah. on. They're, like, the big over-the-shoulder. Right. Kind yeah. 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 So, clearing a spot on his desk, Judge Harper
1: declares that since the post office, a branch of the United States government, has recognized this man to be Santa Claus, his court will not dispute this conclusion and then dismisses the case. On Christmas morning... Susan is disappointed that Chris could not get her her, the gift that she wanted which was the house. Chris gives Fred and Doris a different route home that avoids traffic. Along the way, Susan sees her dream house with a for sale sign in the front yard and screams enough to make Fred stop. (laughs) She runs out and Fred learns that Doris had encouraged Susan to have faith and suggests in the end that they get married and purchase the house. He then boasts that He must be a great lawyer since he proved Chris was Santa. At that point, they spot a cane inside that looks just like Chris's. (laughs) So maybe he's not so sure he did a good thing. The end.
3: The end.
1: So, that, though that seemed long, that was a pretty um, concise, <laughs> it was. It was concise summary of the plot. Yeah. Uh, so, But I left out so many classic scenes that we as family remember and quote and laugh about along the way. So, I was going to ask you guys to share some of those classic scenes. So, anyone have any to share?
0: Yes. I was thinking about this. <laughs> Beth. I'm Beth. I was thinking about this. <laughs> Not
2: so <bad>. I'm <laughs> Beth. Beth.
0: And I was thinking about the one where... So Shellhammer and his wife always have martinis, and he wants to rent out their son's room to Chris. So he doesn't. He thinks his wife is going to be resistant to that. So he makes her martinis a bit stronger.
2: Triple
1: strength, I think he said.
2: Triple strength, (laughs) (laughs) and
0: she's quite happy.
2: He said they're triple strength, and she feels wonderful, or something, something along those lines. She feels fine.
0: He calls over to invite Chris to stay at their house. And he gives the phone to his wife. And actually does a better, a better rendition of this. But she says something like, hello. And then it's like, oh, silly me. Because she has the phone upside down.
2: Yeah,
0: I mean, then, <laughs> then she says, we would love to have Santa Claus come stay at, a hel- at, at our house. Is that
2: right? Stay with us.
0: We would, we would love to have Santa Claus come stay with us. And she's, like, all happy and lounging. Just the
2: voice, obviously, like, a caricatured voice. Yeah, because it's, it's great. Because it's so over the top, and it's just a hilarious scene.
0: Yeah, so we often would say, oh, silly me. <laughs> We'd <laughs> love we to love have for
2: Santa Claus come stay with us.
0: <laughs> See, you do it better than I do.
2: Yeah, that is uh, That's a fun that one. was probably my number two moment. Okay. I do have a favorite scene, but that was probably a, a number two for me. So what's your favorite? Uh, my favorite. It's it's funny because of the little song fitting together, but I also think it's a very it's a very fun, very nice moment in terms of it's important in the story, and it's also also kind of shows a very sweet side of Chris, and that's when the little he sings with the little Dutch girl, right? Because she comes up, he's he's sitting in Macy's, you know, doing the scent the mall Santa. Thing. children are you know coming up sitting in his lap telling what they want for christmas and this this one brings up her this little dutch girl who is dressed like a little dutch girl yeah i guess i great. guess so yeah she has like the the wide hat and the like the braids that come yeah. out
0: but clearly adopted
2: yep and she clearly adopted she doesn't look happy she looks sad but um she said that she insisted that he would be able to understand her.
0: Because he's Santa Claus. Because
2: he's Santa Claus. Santa Sinterkla- Claus. And the mother's like, I don't... You know, I'm sorry. I don't know what to do. She just really wanted to to come and see you. And then it's a really nice moment when he... He looks down at her and he's like, asks... I, I don't even know, but he, i assume he asks how she is in Dutch or something like that. And her whole face lights up and... Yeah. Then... Sweet. Yeah, so it's, it's really sweet. Then she sits on his lap and... They talk a little bit, and then she—they uh, start singing this song in Dutch together.
1: What is the song called?
2: Um, <laughs> well, I apologize to any of our Dutch listeners for. What <laughs> <doing, like, laughs> you're about to r- say. Yeah, but. We always like saying the first few lines together because it just sounds like a fun song. It does. It's like Sinterklaas kaputcha leg wat in min chutya, leg wat in min Larsha tak ya Yep, yep. And what does that mean? Lots of
0: arshas and...
2: Um, so in English, it means St. Nicholas, little rascal, put something into my shoe, put something into my little boot, Thank you, Saint Nicholas. <laughs> you little rascal. <laughs> <laughs> you little rascal. <laughs> Sinterklaas. Yes, yeah. yeah, um, so we often. Know. Yeah, and Susan is the little girl. Susan is watching at the time, like, uh, and like Yeah, and amazed that he's speaking. And when she's telling her mother about it, <laughs> this is her, mo- too. her mother is like, "Susan, I speak French, but that doesn't make me Joan of Arc." <laughs> <laughs> I love that line, like, yeah.
0: Susan. I speak French, but. That doesn't Joan
2: of <laughs> Just a little bit of a flex there, too. <laughs> uh,
0: this whole thing is just chock full of great times.
2: How would you Maybe say that
0: was...
3: I mean, I think we mentioned some of them. Oh, but another, fa- like, favorite scene is... I was just saying, um, you can tell that this is an old movie because, like, the first couple of scenes with our main characters involves, like, someone being intoxicated.
1: Yes. Yes.
3: So it's just hilarious... Watching Chris interact with the intoxicated Santa. That's yeah. supposed to be in the parade. Yeah, that's supposed to be in the parade. He said he should be ashamed of himself. And when they um, decided that Chris should be the Santa Claus, literally they stripped the <laughs> <lie> guy <laughs> off, <laughs> off his Santa
2: Claus. He, he was like, you know, he was intoxicated. So yeah. like he would like laid down. Right, yeah. he's, he's like, like Flo was outside, like yes. in line. So it's like
1: in public view.
3: Right. And everybody has their coats on.
1: Like it's it's obviously
3: cold cold and he's drinking. (laughs) He's like, so he had to keep, what what did he say? (laughs) He
2: said uh, something like, like a man's got to do something to keep warm. So
3: so he's cold.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Chris calls him out on drinking. Yeah. Yeah. And he says that. And but
3: it, uh, but yeah, so they they take off the Santa co- like costume and just leave him yeah. laying there in the cold okay. on the float.
0: On the
2: float, I, ass- Look, I they assume have to take he- him off
3: at some
0: point. I,
2: I assume that he just rode that <laughs> down. The- <laughs> Santa
1: Claus in some naked
2: man. <laughs> I don't think it was naked. I thought yeah. it. I, yeah, like <laughs> an wasn't. undershirt or something. <laughs> use,
3: like old-fashioned underwear. He would or be
2: something. frozen. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: but that he was needed more of that, that alcohol. Yeah, but um, that's always just a really funny, funny that scene is. that we always like look yeah. at. And yeah, yeah. The watch.
1: the very the beginning of the movie. I love Santa Claus is walking down the street mm-hmm. next to some. Um, uh, window displays of, of Christmas and he stops to look at one with reindeer, eight reindeer and Santa Claus um, in the sleigh and he sees something he doesn't like so he starts to tap on the glass and the guy in the store is like, we're closed and <laughs> Chris is insistent an and finally gets him to open the door he's like, yes, can I help you? We're closed and Chris says, "You're one of your reindeers is out of order. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're
2: making a mistake with the reindeer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Some of the others, yeah. Dead Dasher, maybe yeah. Blitzen and Dasher are in the wrong places, right. but I suppose only I would know that, right? Because
1: right. he gets <laughs> on my right well, side, and it's funny, <laughs> right? Yeah, I was about to say that it's like, oh, he's always on my left, or okay. something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. which is funny because when you look at the reindeer, like, how would he know that that one specifically was that one versus because they didn't have name tags on, right? Right, no. so it's kind of funny because but he's Santa, because he's Santa, that's exactly, exactly right. The so, magic
3: of Christmas, that's
1: right. So, this movie was. Res- was originally released in 1947, but there were actually four remakes of this movie and a Broadway musical. There was a 1955 and 1959 television set of adaptations, and then later 1973 they did it again. The it feature did it again. <laughs> f- they did it again. In 1994, they actually made a full feature film where they adapted the movie, uh, like things where the Macy's was replaced by Coles gimbals was replaced by shoppers express santa instead of speaking dutch to impress susan used sign language to speak to a a a girl who had uh, who was hearing impaired so things like that so the 19 and the the conclusion of how he proved that chris was the santa claus was different so if you haven't seen that one they do a pretty good job of trying to make it modern It's, it's fine it's not as good as the 1947 one though nothing is right which was classic uh, some trivia about the movie that I thought was interesting. Originally, the movie was going to be named "The Big Heart," so that was kind of interesting. I'm glad
0: it's Miracle on 34th Street. Yep. Yeah, me
1: too. Yep. Um, the guy who wrote the story, um, the screenplay, actually got the inspiration while he was waiting in long lines at the holiday season. Like he got yeah. inspired by that and the this sense of commercialization that he he saw all all around him. That's what inspired him to make the uh, movie the studio actually didn't get the consent of macy's and gibbles until a- until after filming had concluded <laughs> yeah a lot of risk there yeah um the guy who played santa claus in the 1947 version edmund gwen played santa in the 1946 macy's thanksgiving day parade for real Oh. People didn't realize that they were actually filming for the movie. They just had him be in the parade, and they filmed uh-huh. it. And they filmed it. Oh, well, that's hilarious. but because he was so good at it, yeah. nobody really thought anything of it.
0: Yeah, that's hilarious. I didn't know that. Yeah, me neither.
1: The film was actually released in summer, not near Christmas. Movies in at that point in time had better attendance during the summer. Oh, okay. So and they did have
0: Santa Claus in the tra- in the um, posters and stuff, right? Which because they did. Yeah.
1: They it were as
2: overemphasizing well. the Christmas part of it. That's so weird. They, yeah. wa-
0: they didn't want people to know before they
3: g- <laughs> <laughs> I guess. it <laughs> wanted to be tricky. Yeah, they wanted to be tricky.
0: It sounds
2: like they were banking, like secretly banking on a lot of things, like with that right. Gimbals and Macy's. I guess it does show both Macy's and Gimbals in a good light.
1: Right, yeah. Sort
2: of. Doing, you know, the right thing. So, that was probably... And having
0: a kind of little healthy...
2: Kind of of having a... Well, and having some heart, too. Yeah. Right. You know, Mr. Macy said that there is a Santa Claus, so... Right, yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite sayings in the movie is when
1: Chris is asked to fill out a personal information form, and then later on, uh, not Susan, um... Doris? Doris asks for it, Mm -hmm. gets it, and starts reading it, and they show the card in front of... Right, and one of the things it says, it asked for his date of birth, and in there it says, "I'm as old as my tongue and a little older than my (laughs) teeth," which I didn't realize was actually a saying from Irish satirist Jonathan Swift. So they actually pulled it from that.
2: That's hilarious.
1: I had
0: no idea. Well, how would we know that, right? I knew it looks just.
1: You knew that?
3: No, not about the quote, but that it was on the card.
1: Okay, no, no, yeah. but we were talking about the quote. I was quote. talking
3: oh, about the okay. quote. Yeah, that I didn't know it came from somewhere else. Yeah, me neither. It's yeah. very clever.
1: Yeah. What else was on the card? Do you remember?
0: His yeah. yes. <laughs> next of kin was Dasher, Dancer, <laughs> President, and Comic-Cubit, <laughs> Donner, Donner and Blitzen. And then his place of residence was the North, senior living. What was it? North Pole. Oh, did he have North Pole on there? I thought he had the senior living home Maybe. that he was at.
2: I don't remember. I don't remember.
1: Okay.
0: I'll have to look again.
2: Yeah, we well, have to watch it. Or yeah. you, the listener, could check it out for yourself there and you let go. us
1: know. <laughs> the dream house that Susan spots at the end of the movie, um, during that filming of that scene, it was so cold outside that the cameras froze. What? Yeah. And they actually, a, a neighbor um, invited the crew and cast inside for warmth. Aww. And um, <laughs> the, the woman who played Doris, Maureen O'Hare, actually took that that couple out to an exclusive New York restaurant that night as a thank you. Aww. That was so nice. Yeah, it was. It sounds like it was a very fun cast and crew based on what I've read about it. John Payne actually wrote a sequel that was never produced. So that was I didn't realize that either. Yeah.
2: yeah. I think I'm
1: fine with just having the. One. I know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, some. Yeah.
0: Some things you can you can't do better. It's just so great as it is.
1: And it was one of the. I think it was the first black and white movie that was colorized. Oh, really? Yeah, the 1950s. Wow. Yeah. So, a very fun movie. Very fun Thanksgiving kickoff, I think. Even though it ends in Christmas, <laughs> it begins in Thanksgiving. So, it's a great Thanksgiving Day tradition
2: for everybody. I. Uh, it's funny. I talked about how there are some traditions that... That we have done as a family that I'm okay not doing. Yeah, you gotta have to che- Right, Right. When you go off on your own, you're fine. You gotta pick which so one you want to do. So we would watch a lot of... Like, seasonally, we would watch a lot of Christmas movies together. Right. Like, we watch the Charlie Brown Christmas, uh, Christmas Story, that kind of thing. Elf. Elf. Right. I'm fine missing all of those <laughs> during Christmas. I know. That's... Here
0: Even when Christmas... <laughs>
2: Even uh, even White Christmas, oh. but every year I want there are two movies, Christmas movies that I want to watch. I want to make sure that I watch. One of them is Miracle on 34th Street. The original, the original, or the oh. 1994 version? Yeah, like. <laughs> <laughs> of, of course, the original. It's a silly question. Do you know the other one? I've mentioned it to you oh, guys before. Uh, a Muppet Christmas, Carol. at Christmas Carol. Well, that's the I'm, best Christmas Carol. Yeah. it is the best one.
0: We've raised you right. <laughs> We're so
1: Except for the, losing out the other ones,
0: yeah. A Christmas Story is classic, and White Christmas is great. So those are four that I think everyone should be watching. Cool is a
2: lot. White Christmas is a lot of fun to watch every year, and we usually watch it, not necessarily at Christmas time, but every time your mom comes down. Yes, we uh, we like to put in White Christmas because yes. that's a fun. I, I guess it's turned into a tradition yeah. that we like to watch It's something
0: the, we always watch together, Emma and I always watch together. And mm-hmm. then it's something also that um, Holly and Kate and I always watch together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you guys like
1: to get up and do the sisters dance. We do!
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We're great at it. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it again. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: we were awesome again!
2: So, Emma, if you are listening to this, shout out to you. You're awesome. And we all love you. And we're... Really excited for you to come down to join us for Thanksgiving this year. I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, when our ammo has come down in the past and what we do with her. <laughs> <laughs> what what do we do with our ammo? That's right. um, So last year, we were able to have Amma come down for Thanksgiving, which was great. It was a little sad for me because at the time, I had a job which required me to work on Thanksgiving and on Black Friday and on saturday after that very late long shifts which i do not have that job anymore so i'm very excited i have another job <laughs> i didn't just quit the job and be like oh i'm gonna make money off of this podcast <laughs> which is ad free <laughs> which is ad free. yeah but yeah so i'm very excited to be able to spend that thanksgiving with you guys this year, uh, and Amal's coming down again. So, and yeah. your new company gives you Black Friday off. Yes, Thanksgiving and Black Friday, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. So, I think all four of us will have those four days off. So that'll be nice.
0: That is nice. Yeah.
2: So, what do we uh, what do we do with Amal when she's when she's down here?
0: Other than watch White Christmas? Other than watch? Other than
2: watch as we've established that we we watch White Christmas with her, <laughs> That's right. and we do all the normal Thanksgiving things, you nice. know. We watch the, the Thanksgiving Macy's Thanksgiving parade. Day Parade. And like a lot of families, apparently, we watch the dog show right. afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> right. In our um, amateur opinions of the dogs, we pick the one that we like the most. Right. The one that's like cutest or... <laughs> yeah. Or sometimes we'll just pick like, we had a Scotty dog, so... Right,
3: we did, yeah.
2: We'll like pick the Scotty dog or something right. like that.
3: Yeah. At least last year, what we did was we put up our Christmas decorations before Thanksgiving so that we could share that experience with Anna. Right, because she's never here for Christmas. Mm -hmm. Right. And a lot of times what we would do
0: is take everything off of every surface, and then on Thanksgiving, we would start putting our Christmas stuff out. That would be kind of the start of the Christmas season. So this was
3: different Mm -hmm. so that Amma could have... A Christmas experience yeah. with yeah. us, but with that said, Dad would put up some of the trees, and we got to last year decorate some of the trees with the all right right? So that was yeah. A we left time. a
1: couple of the artificial trees every year. We get a real tree for our a giant family room yeah, that's the, tall, you know, 12 foot, foot Fraser. Uh, yeah. Fraser, but these were the ones we put up were the artificial ones that we have one in the foyer, one in the dining room. One in the kitchen,
2: right? Mm, yeah. yeah.
1: And oh, I'm sorry. One in the upstairs hallway that overlooks the foyer. That we then picked. I think two of those to kind of leave uh, open so Amal can help decorate. Yeah.
3: We also put a little um, multicolored tree in her room. Yes, that's with right. a little remote control. So that was fun to tell to show her. Oh, you have your own tree, and she could turn <laughs> it on and off easily. Right. Yeah, it wasn't a
2: complicated remote control. <laughs> no, no,
3: on and off button.
2: Honestly, we have some complicated remote controls for some we of do, our right. stuff. We'd we have, have like, multitudes. We have like a, a chain that there's like 10 different remotes <laughs> hanging off. Yeah. Of you're yeah. so like, oh, well, good luck trying to turn on one thing specifically. <laughs> yeah. It's all or nothing. Yeah, or it's, it's like, all or nothing.
3: Or if like one thing is left on, you, you are literally <laughs> pressing the <you're>, off button on every one. Left. It has to be one of these.
2: <laughs> and then you find out it's not one of those. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you guys did it last year because I was not here for last year. But something that would be fun is to sort of, as a tradition, after the Thanksgiving dinner, that's when you put up uh, the Christmas stuff. Is that what you guys did last year? No. No, no, no. We We put up the Christmas stuff before Thanksgiving, before she came down. Mm, And we've actually done that two years in
1: a row because the year before, the Kincaids were here. Right. So now on a typical Thanksgiving I've taken everything off the surfaces the weekend before. Right. I've done the outside lights the weekends before. Right. So Thanksgiving Day, then pretty much right away in the morning, I start to put the. You start Christmas to bring thing. up all the Christmas. Yeah, things. Mm-hmm.
2: I put the Christmas things. So on. you you don't even wait till like the Thanksgiving uh, meal traditions no. are over. No, we're to... tired after. No, because you know after <laughs> after
1: we dinner early ish afternoon. Yeah. yeah, and then. We are going to get up early the next day because it's Black Friday and we like to go to a mall that's about an hour away. So, we don't stay up late on Thanksgiving.
0: Evening, yeah.
2: Evening. So, I like to try to get that Christmas stuff going earlier. Right. right. And did did we always do the, like, afternoon Thanksgiving meal or did we start doing that because, like, five years ago I started... The job that made me.
0: No, we usually. I think we usually almost always did like two thirty or three o'clock. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's it, a lot of it was based on. I think the a couple times time.
2: I had to ask like, "Hey, could we do it earlier?" Right. than Right.
0: And then we would, mm-hmm. but a lot of it was based on the time it took for the turkey to cook.
2: Right. Because we get smallish
1: turkeys. Oh no, we don't. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so we always make these certain amount of Christmas cookies during Christmas time. So last year I made the gingerbread cookies early so Emma got to see my um, army of gingerbread men. Yes. There so many decorating. gingerbread <laughs> men. Yes there were. And so I actually got to send her home with some of the cookies which she put in the freezer. So I got a, um, a text from her months ago saying oh I just took them out of the freezer they're so good. Thanks <laughs> for sending them with me. So that was really
0: fun. She
1: saved them for a, a summer treat. Yeah. That's, That's so funny. funny.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And she texts because you two taught her how to text. That's right. <laughs>
2: yeah. Mainly Sydney. You know, we have certain things that we like, especially like doing with ammo. But really, we just like doing everything. Yeah. With ammo. Mm-hmm. and she likes, we can.
0: She likes Cracker Barrel, so we always take her out to cracker, cracker Barrel. You guys love Cracker Barrel. Yes, we do. And then, a lot of times, before, the week before, we can go out and look at Hobby Lobby or Michaels or whatever.
1: And we might take go to a movie sometimes the weekend before. Usually, whatever. yeah. Right.
0: Just... Do some fun things together, family things. Mm. And then on Black Friday, we get up at a ridiculously early hour. Yeah, and last last year we actually took her with us. Yes, <laughs> which was a lot of fun. She had a lot of fun. And it's the first time that she had gone Black Friday shopping with us.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: We got her the scooter last year knowing that... With Black Friday, it's a lot of walking, and the mall is very large.
0: It is. And it was, yeah, it was great. The scooter helped her, it helps her just go places fast. Right. And it's one of the, I don't know if you've seen the, like, the little red ones. Mm-hmm. That, Four wheels. Yeah. Right. Basket in the front. Yeah, so Four she holes. has a place to put her furs. Then we put a little thing on so she could dangle her purse. So she mm-hmm. had a, she had a whole stuff. And they're really
2: nice? You you actually had to use a scooter when you were at Disney. That's right. too. That's right. A couple right. of um, a couple yep. times. And
0: because of my back surgery.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And they just make getting places so oh much my goodness. easier. Mm-hmm. So
0: much easier. Yeah. It's, it was a lo- it's been a it lot It was of hard fun for us
2: before. to keep up with you. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. That was probably three years ago that you had the back surgery.
0: Yeah, no, 2016. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Well, yep. I was right then. March, two, <laughs>
3: May, May 2016. Mm-hmm. Yep, so Black Friday shopping. We like talking and hanging out, having hot cocoa or hot tea with her and yes. chatting. Yes. That's always fun.
0: Yeah. And another thing we like to do with her is play games. And one of our favorite games is Farkle. And a friend of ours made a little Farkle case, a little wooden Farkle case for us. So that's Fred Boyer. So shout out to Fred. So she likes to play that a lot too.
2: Yeah, and I don't remember how far back, we've been doing this for a while, but a lot of times Amal would come down even not with Thanksgiving, just at some point during the year. She does, yeah. We yeah. don't just have her at Thanksgiving. We don't just have her at <laughs> Thanksgiving. We get her at, uh, at other right. points during the year, too, which is always super fun. Because, like, I think we've mentioned before, like, all of our family's up in Pennsylvania. So it's it's not too far to come down to spend some time right. um, Pretty where much we are in, in Virginia. Yeah. Yeah.
3: There's a couple that are including us.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they all started off in Pennsylvania. You know. Right. Um, something that Amal and I have done for a while is, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the game Othello, which is sort of, you have these little black and white pieces and you flip them over. Like, they're they're two-sided. You flip them over and you're supposed to make the board as much of your color as you can. Sort of in the simplest way that I can explain how that game <laughs> works. Yep. Without getting into, okay, for my Strategy. section today, <laughs> I'm talking about the game Othello. Uh, but it's the only time I ever play it, um, but it's a really fun game, and I, I really love that I can have that thing with her every year. Yeah. And we also, um, not so much anymore, but we used to take walks back through the woods out to a house, a little broken down house that was yeah. once abandoned. Right. And is now not abandoned.
0: Right. And, and it's, it's, not, now broken down, it's not broken down. It's not little, And it's not broken down. <laughs> yeah. It's been... Crazy renovated and it's beautiful and big, and there's no trespassing signs. Yeah. yeah so uh, <laughs> our
2: walks can no longer go back right. that far. Right. Uh, but that was a, f- was a fun memory, too, going down because they have like a little pond back there. And yeah. So yeah. Our, she always liked it's, that. It's a really nice little place. Yeah. I remember um, when I was little, yeah. I thought I was going to, to get that house.
0: Yeah. Amol did too. Am- yeah. You and Amol were always going to buy that house and,
2: and fix it up. Yeah. And- Somebody beat you to it. In in hindsight, it probably would have been better to just tear it down and start over. Yeah, I don't know if that's what they did or not. They did.
3: (laughs) Even they recognized.
2: (laughs) It wasn't salvageable. (laughs) But
3: it's a great place. It is. Another thing that we do at Thanksgiving with relatives and by ourselves is preparing Thanksgiving food. Yum. Yes, very yum. I found some fun, festive Thanksgiving food foods like desserts and appetizers we've never done these before but i could see like taking them to parties or taking them to a friend's house or even just doing them at your house something for us and you all as the listeners to consider so the first is deviled eggs okay i like it so far yes except the yellow part you just make it um more orange like with paprika paprika Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. once you put the yolk into the, the mixed devil yolk. the mixed yolk into the deviled eggs. Right. And it's looking a little orange. Um, you make little lines on it right. for the pumpkin. You use a fork, I'm thinking. Probably, yeah. They That'd probably be just easiest. use a little
0: gentle fork and yeah. and make lines to make it look like a pumpkin like yeah. the lines with a pumpkin yeah yeah
3: fork toothpick but fork. oh that's would be much that's fun
2: i'm looking at the yeah. little picture yeah. of yeah. it yeah put adorable. some
3: paprika on top and then it looks like you put like a little bit of maybe something like basil or something that makes it look like it has a stem i'm thinking maybe green onion
2: like a, a piece a chive. of chive mm, or yes. something like that yes
3: and you put it on the white part to make it look like a pumpkin And it's super cute, and we love
0: it's like a
2: top down view of the pumpkin.
3: Yes, yes, it is. That's a really cute
0: idea for something that you already are doing, and just to make it and it's really not that
2: complex. You just have to shape it a little bit, and yeah,
0: yeah. agreed. That's a good one.
1: Sydney will send me some pictures, and I'll post them on Instagram. When we post this episode up. Yes. And
2: maybe we'll actually have a few of these. I know. That
3: sounds great. That's we'll a try. good idea. We'll try some of these. Another one that I found which looked really fun is the DIY caramel apple bar. So you cut the apples into like you slice them? Yeah, you slice them apart. It looks like you can slice them like big slices, or I know we also have this um like push. Yep. Like the apple, apple pusher. That pushes from the top, and essentially it separates the core from all the other pieces, right? So taking one of those pieces, putting it on a little stick, and what you have is you have caramel, and then you have different toppings. So essentially you can dip um, half of the apple slice into the caramel, and then dip it into the other things, such as as peanuts, coconut, Um, you can have... Um, like marshmallows chocolate and chips. Chocolate. chocolate chips, chips sprinkles, sprinkles, different things like that. So you can really play around.
2: which we know now are not... Marshmallows. That's right, right. But like more, mar- marshmallows, little mini marshmallows. Yes.
3: yes. You can also do like white chocolate, not just caramel, but white chocolate, chocolate things like that. Mm-hmm. That's a really good idea.
0: And then yeah, it's a healthy really snack. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah.
1: Look, <laughs> it's
2: base is apple. Yeah. It does
0: look like it's it's from the
3: apple cutter. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like it does. A, it's it's a wedge of yeah. apple. But there are also other ones that have um, flat pieces. And my thing with that is that the apple wedges I think are. Sturdier. Sturdier, but also just you can have more of them at a party. The apple slices, after a while, I mean, you only have so much apple for a big apple slice. Mm -hmm. You know, whereas these are all even. Mm -hmm. And you can really utilize all of the apple. Yeah. Yeah. And you can use the sticks. Right. They're just, I'm sure
0: you can get those at Michael's, just Mm -hmm. like the popsicle stick kind of things.
2: Or you could just use like a... You know, a short skewer or something like that. Yeah, you can do Mm -hmm. that too. Yeah,
0: they look really cute, and that's a that
3: would be a really good idea for a small group some night. Yeah, and you don't even have to have the bar, right? If you if you want to like prep it ahead of time, you could have the wedges, dip it into the caramel, put different toppings on, put them in the fridge, and then have them out at a party, and therefore they're just they're just there for people to eat. Yeah, and they can choose whichever kind they
0: like. Yeah, I will say something that we learned a long time ago was that you dip if you dip your apple wedges in pineapple juice. Yes. It preserves them and it keeps them from turning brown. Yes.
1: And it so, doesn't add the pineapple flavor it to it. Right.
3: it. It doesn't. Right. It doesn't absorb which it is doesn't. Nice.
0: And some people do lemon juice, but that is a little tangy. Yeah. Um, the pineapple juice we use all the time and it's very effective.
3: Yes.
2: It makes a difference. It like does a make big a difference. difference. Yeah. You know you, it's might not, you might not you might think, oh it helps a little bit. But it makes a whole world of difference in terms of preserving yep. them. Mm-hmm.
3: I also found this caramel apple cream cheese spread recipe. The ingredients are, and it looks very simple to make, cream cheese, caramel sauce, toffee bits, sliced apples.
1: It was What did they call it again if people want to look it up?
3: Caramel apple cream cheese spread. So essentially you prep the cream cheese, then you have slices of apple, and you put the cream cheese on top of the apple, and then you eat it. it yeah, like it's good. just like,
0: yeah, it's just a spread. Like you, mm-hmm. you take a, um, it's a block.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. It's a block. Oh.
0: Like so a, you just take your spreader yeah. and use that to put it on the apples. Yeah. But it also says you could use pretzels. You Pretz can spread. use other things. Yeah. Uh, if you don't want to use apples. Yeah. And oh, finally, I thought you meant
2: instead of cream cheese. Like you could put <laughs> you could put pretzels on top of apples <laughs> and eat them. <laughs> or sure. You could put other things, too. Marshmallows.
1: <laughs> so
3: the other thing that I also found was um, fun ideas for desserts. So the first idea is just real quick that I found. Um, we have fantastic whoopie pie recipes. Yes. One being pumpkin and one being chocolate. Yep. So remember, uh, I remember talking with you, Mom, about how you know we would debate whether or not we wanted to make whoopie pies and which one to make. Pumpkin obviously is in the season of fall. Right. But I was looking on Pinterest and. It had images of the chocolate whoopie pies with the filling, so the filling had, like, food dye in it. So it would be red oh, or orange. Hmm. And with the dark chocolate, um, well, not, it's not dark chocolate, but well, it is... with the dark color of the chocolate, yeah. um, it, lo- it looks actually very cool. Well, that's neat. That's yeah, a good and, idea. In fact, I also saw um, that one other person had put, like, little little monster eyeballs on it. Oh, cute. To make it look like a little monster.
2: Hmm, very fun.
3: Yeah. So that was cute. And then there are also these pumpkin patch brownie treats. You, you just make a brownie <laughs> from cute. a batch brownie mix and put little... The little candy corn pumpkins. Pa- yeah. candy corn pumpkins on it and then make little signs out of um, sticks. Popsicle, Popsicle sticks. sticks. Yeah. Popsicle sticks, yeah. And put like pumpkins, maybe like something like 50 cents or whatever. And yeah. It's make, cute. It is, yeah. It's a cute, easy way to make it very festive. Yeah. And really, like, this shows the individual pieces of brownies, but you could just do it with a sheet, like a pan. Right. Yes. And then people can, like, you know, cut out their own That's right. yeah. pieces. But, um, but, yeah, that was it. There are many more out there. So, um, if you find something else, let us know. And enjoy awesome. your Thanksgiving food.
1: Very fun. I forgot one... Holiday happening. I forgot one holiday happening. That was that tonight... On the regular Hallmark channel, starts the Christmas Hallmark season. What? Now I say the regular Hallmark channel because last night the Movie and Mystery Channel actually had the first one, oh. but we don't have that channel. And it sounds like that channel generally is not the
2: most popular channel ah. of of the Hallmark ones. <laughs> it's not as fun, happy ending kind
1: of. But we did watch a Lifetime Christmas movie or half of one last night. Yeah. Uh, so that was Friday. So. Uh, so it's Saturday night. Tonight starts the official kickoff of the Hallmark Christmas movie season. So fun. The future festivities this podcast are for the week of November 11th. November 11th is Veterans Day. Uh, we actually did a podcast that included information on Veterans Day. That was season one, um, episode five.
0: Okay. And we talked about my dad's service, I
1: think, mm-hmm. at that time. Exactly. November 12th is Chicken Soup for the Soul Day. November 13th is Sadie Hawkins Day. Oh, November fourteenth. This is a day that Eric and I will love. It's pickle day. (laughs) (laughs) You will. November fifteenth. Clean your refrigerator day. I hate picking ones that say clean your. So you know there's not much else going on that day. If I had to pick, clean your refrigerator day. (laughs) Yeah. Very disappointing day. (laughs) November sixteenth. Have a party with your bear day. Also a disappointing choice day. (laughs) And then November 17th was National Baklava Day.
3: Okay. So for Beth,
1: Randy, Cole,
3: and Sydney, Happy Thanksgiving! woo <laughs> <laughs>